Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Pod People. Greetings. Um, Matisse is away this week, so I'm Ben, and we have our very special, regular, semi-regular guest. How's it going? Cleveland Mosier. It's me. How's it going, Cleve? It's going pretty good, man. It's going pretty good. Yeah, so we watched Haosu. Haosu. Um... We did. 1977 is directed by Nobuhiko Obayashi. Nobuhiko. Okay. Hiko, yeah. Okay. Hiko. Hiko. Nobuhiko Obayashi. Okay. 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 I I think. I'm not going to. Yeah, Nobuhiko Obayashi. Uh, I don't know any other movies he's done besides this. This was like a Toho film. Toho, if you don't know, is a big Japanese film company. They were huge in the 60s and 70s. It's also a type of film where when you start putting it on, you go, Toho, man, that's a movie. <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah, well, they were looking for a, a version of Jaws with this Apparently, one. I, um, that's, that's what the, the words on the internet said, but I don't see it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, this uh, this certainly was not Jaws. Nope. No, sir. <laughs> but instead, it's uh, it yes. Please go on. Tell me what it is. What what is this movie? Ben? Far far more than that. What did you it, subjugate me to? It is Jaws plus Jaws. Yep. And it has demon cats and angry pianos. Now, if y'all are hearing a bit of resentment in my voice. You heard correctly. Now, if you're asking, if you're wondering why, it's because uh, uh, the three of us were having a conversation, uh, Tease, Ben, and myself, about whether we were going to see this, uh, what what movie that Ben and I were going to watch while Tease was gone. And Ben suggested, or was it Ben? Did you? Oh, suggest I it? absolutely suggested, yeah, suggested this movie because I love this movie. And uh, <laughs> Tease said, "Yeah, I think I can be gone for that one." <laughs> and I was wondering why. And uh, and now I know. Now well, I know. it's funny yeah. because I sold you on this movie because I was like, this movie would be for you. And in a lot of ways, it is. I oh, think I, it I, I is think right absolutely for you. I think so. Like, there are so many things to love about this movie. So, just to sum up the plot really quick. But, but man, I, um, the reason I was not... Or the reason there's there's a it's faux resentment, but but still. <laughs> but I'm, I'm this way because I had no expectations i knew nothing about this film going into it and boy howdy like that <laughs> did that put me through the ringer yeah man. yeah that was it it sure is something it's a borderline um, prank to do that to somebody <laughs> like good god good god well uh the movie it has a very i guess i wouldn't say loose plot I would say simple. Yeah, the, the, you plot, know, the plot's pretty plot, straightforward. You know, it's the schoolgirl named Gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, footnote on that. <laughs> six of her friends, uh, let's see, her friends, uh, Fantasy, Kung Fu. Yep. Mac. Mac, the fat Prof, one, of course, as in, as in McDonald's mm. um, professor. Sweet. <laughs> Um, and, and Melody. Melody, yes, yeah. the musician. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, the, the girls are just named after their archetypes in a Neil Gaiman-esque fashion. <laughs> uh, I, I, I suppose. Like, it, it's... Mm, I mm. love how Sweet just likes to clean all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... <laughs> it's very sweet of her. I'm just gonna just 
second guess everything I say in this podcast. I, I don't even know <laughs> but yeah, where so, to begin. <laughs> so Gorgeous and her six friends, they go to Gorgeous's aunt's country home out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and the home, I guess, tries to eat the girls? I guess. Yep. Um, yeah, so the thing about this movie is it is absolutely inexperienced more than anything else. Yeah, if you haven't gotten that vibe from us already, um, it's a doozy. It is. It sure is something. Um, it. I, I feel like this movie is made in its editing um, because yeah. it is frenetic, to say the least. They throw every type of stylistic idea imaginable at you. At a machine gun, right? Yeah. They just, they just, they take a whole, like, AK-47 barrel drum clip of bat shit, and they just fire at, at you non-stop. This movie is ceaseless in its insanity. It's a, from, the, from the gate. It's borderline experimental at times. I mean, I would say it absolutely is just straight up um, experimental. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... Maybe it's just... At least to your average. I, I hesitate calling it experimental just because the the term experimental holds a stigma. It's I feel not like. it's not industrial. There's a sense of fun to it more than anything, you know, and that's what keeps it from being too academic or anything else like a lot of experimental quote unquote films are, you know? Yeah, I think it it definitely doesn't hit uh many of the hallmarks that experimental films tend to partake in, but I, I think it's it would still be cat you could still categorize this as an experimental film. Like I, I suppose. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it's a. It was a mainstream release. You know, it's funny because when it was first released, the critics hated this movie. Yeah, but it was an. It was a Not hit with the audiences. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute hit with the audiences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they throw every stylistic idea at the book. the The movie starts off with you know snapshots. And every time the camera clicks, it, like, blacks out and gets, like, a tinted colored image of what they were taking. Yeah, but, and like... I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and you ever walk out of the frame? Like, yeah, before we get into, like, the, the minutia, like, it... I, I, feel, I feel like there's still more we could probably say just about the feel of this movie. Like, the... I mean, I don't want to lead, but, you know... Yeah, well, I, I, I feel like a lot of that plays into the feel of the movie. You know, yeah. like a lot of the details are what make this movie so unique. Uh, no, you're right. You know, even like you get wild shifts between a playful experimentation. Like, you know, you get frames within frames of different footage. You know, you get these like almost sitcom-y like dissolves there's the stop motion stuff there's like the the low budget settings with these like elaborate matte paintings it's mm. but more than anything i i feel like a lot of this plays into what what you were saying you know the the feeling of this movie and i think this movie in a way really proves that film as a medium doesn't necessarily have to be about story necessarily, but it can also be about emotion and feeling. Mm-hmm. Because this movie uh, is really fun, but the story is very simple. But I think a lot of it works in spite of that because of the the style of it. I think a lot of the 
creepiest elements of this movie work due to the style? No, I think you're you're asking a good question there. Does this film work? I absolutely think it does. And I, I think so too. Like I uh I do. I have to think about it. <laughs> I have to pause and ask myself before I answer, but I, I will I will say yes. It has a childlike playfulness to it. Um, which can definitely throw you off if you don't expect it. Um, yeah, it's it's fairly off-putting, and and so, and I think it's it's utilized as such. Like they're they're going for that, like it, the majority of the time. Like this, that's that. I think is the weirdest thing about it. Like this, this film does set out in what it's trying to achieve. It's just in the weirdest way possible well, in, in a Rube Goldberg like it's fashion. It's definitely a comedy too. Yeah, you know, like it plays up its humor at times. Yeah, and they're laughing with you. Like, yeah, uh, it yeah. is. It is intentional at, mm, in God, in, in a way I've I've never seen in, in cinema before, and I I don't know if I will again, either. Yeah, no, this is one of the most. It's a one of a kind. Out there horror movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it multiple times at this point because I I'm just entranced by it. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's so much fun too to watch with people, especially if they have no idea what to expect. Yeah, I'm. I would agree with that. I, I definitely feel like entranced by it, or yeah, in, in, enchanted by this movie the the same way that I I would be enchanted by the by a black hole. You know, like just trying to understand it, just trying to to get a sense of this film in in a similar way that the the room had me asking those questions. But I think that the production was very different for this movie. Well, yeah, because this movie's you know where the room is so bad it's good. This movie is bad but also good. Yeah, I, yeah, you, you can't say it's it's so it's so good it's bad because it's great. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it's mm, it's a weird one. <laughs> so good it's bad yep. that it's good again yeah <laughs> yeah it does that doesn't it I, it, it kind of jacob's ladder yeah it, i don't i don't even know uh, um well i want to talk specifically for a second about uh one of my favorite sequences in the movie certainly and i'll let you this time <laughs> well this is mostly because i th- i feel like it's it shows how effective the horror can be just by the style and that's when they do the whole slowed frame rate section of the movie where it almost hurts to watch. Yeah, I thought there was something wrong with the stream. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it's just like that. And I, I actually really like that because it throws viewers off immediately. Well, you know, and like it makes you uncomfortable to watch it. It's interesting you went for that sequence because that's probably for from my perspective really the only one I couldn't justify. Like I I felt that the the kind of like kitty matte paintings where they're on the school bus and and the things that that break the fourth wall immediately um that that feel like something that would be put on by like a like a, a local dance production or or something well i, I mean I, I grew up backstage doing local dance productions and like i've, I've seen some some pretty cool matte paintings mm-hmm. you know actually so i'm not definitely not going to riff on that um i uh uh but it, it it does have that same kind of feel as like a, a almost like a high school like musical like kids production or something yeah. and they're high school kids like it's intentional in those sequences but the the dropped frame rate during the phone moment is, is to me it it felt um almost unnecessary like i i didn't it, it made me feel uncomfortable but in a 
just because it was frustrating in the same way that like someone putting their hand in my face while I'm trying to watch the movie would be frustrating. I'm not frustrated for the characters. It takes me out of the film. Uh, See, I I don't know if I agree. I feel like that whole sequence gives me such a sense of wrongness just because we're so situated with, you know, the concept of how movies are supposed to be that at kind of a base level, an instinctual level, it feels not right. I mean, yeah, and, it gave me a sense of, of wrongness, but I felt like the wrongness was over the, the choice as opposed to wrongness for the characters or feeling like I've been wronged by the event. It was it was purely a a wrongness of uh, – it, it was a, a wrongness sort of brought out of just the, the editing. It was a, a, a choice, which to me just sort of broke the fourth wall, but – not necessarily in a good way. Okay, well, I, I, really I can only, understand that only but, in that sequence. Like, yeah, uh, the, for me, for me, it worked because it was obviously intentional, mm-hmm. and they were trying to evoke that feeling by doing it. Yeah, and it worked for me because you know they hard cut mm-hmm. f- like from normalcy to that and back to normalcy, and when they cut back and forth from that, it is. Effective because you notice when it goes back to it. Well, yeah, and, and you're makes... glad it does. You're, you're you're breathing fresh air again. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's almost a sigh of relief. Um, it, it is, but it it's works. because the migraine's going to go away. Like not not because I've, I'm I'm feeling legitimate tension for the characters. But, but isn't it if if it gives you you know a migraine even like isn't that an effective film? Because it makes Me you feel something. Feel something. No, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I think, I think that that can be a cop out. Like, uh, often, like, I, I think that I don't, I don't know if that's enough for me and i, I want to be clear like i'm just referring to this singular circumstance in this film I, i'm not referring to the rest of the movie or or anything else but uh no but i, 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 I think this is a really interesting yeah i do too bit. like i'm uh, i think this is a cool point um because i feel like you know at its core this movie is so effective because yeah. a lot of the stuff has that sense yeah, of wrongness like, I don't know, like, you know? I, when, I, when i walk into an outhouse like you know i can get a migraine but that doesn't make it art um well yeah i mean you can get that, but does art have to have narrative to make it effective you no. know, on an emotive level? No, it doesn't need narrative. Um, uh, it, it it really just comes into play, uh, I guess, just what you find to be effective. And I didn't. But again, That's fair, uh, yeah. Uh, personal preference. Like, and and I, I don't take any – I don't have any problems with, with you enjoying that sequence either uh, at all. And, and I think that – and, and I, I think that it's it's you are also within justification to find it to be effective. Uh, I'm as an artist, like I, I'm pretty open ended on that front. I think that if if you get if it gives you your jollies, then I have no problem with it. You know, um, of course, understood you on that front. For yeah, for me, I often my head is so deep in the trenches while I'm focused on my own work that it can be hard for me to see the whole perspective what what is it about this movie that that is that feels tinged that's that's giving me that feeling because you know you Mm -hmm. you brought up a good point about wanting to unpack that that moment and our differing views on it and i think i think to a certain degree i i have a a bit of resentment and jealousy towards this film because it pulls off a lot that it really doesn't it shouldn't 
pull off. And like, it's almost frustrating as like, as another artist to, to see someone like do, uh, make such lackadaisical choices and make them work. It's, it's, uh, it's sort it's, of equivalent to like Justin Roiland's comedy now. It's so playful that it feels effortless, yes. effortless at times. It does. You know? It does. And to be fair, a great deal of effort clearly went into this film. Uh, just like, you know, a great deal of effort goes into a show like Rick and Morty or, you know, any of like Justin Roiland's sort of style of comedy, but it has this feeling of, of, uh, of uh, not like a, not like a ballet dancer degree of effortlessness, but like a, a, a sleazy drunk kind of effortlessness where it's just, it's just throwing anything out of you and it doesn't, it doesn't care. It's just going to try it all and see what works. And in this case, it does so often yeah and it, it's it blows my mind every time and the thing i love about it is even the stuff that doesn't work from a horror perspective usually works from a comedy perspective yeah you're you're either laughing or you're unnerved but rarely are you never are you bored in this film uh that that's a that's a guarantee like you you will not be bored watching this film I would be I would be surprised to hear otherwise from someone uh, from from anyone uh, that uh, and I, I'm not I'm not one for absolutes or generalizations, but this film is absolutely not boring, uh, no matter how you want to look at it. No, no, it. absolutely. Well, it's so frenetic that mm-hmm. it, it's pretty damn hard to be bored at any point. This film makes Paprika look like a Nova special <laughs> like and I, I love Paprika to to tidbits it's one of my top three favorite films but i personally but uh it's it's a very frenetic off the wall kooky and uh, to for many people off-puttingly psychedelic uh I, I love psychedelic films i mean why you were suggesting it uh to begin with but i even then i was not prepared for this movie it reminds me of in a lot of ways of like an adult swim late night yeah. special. Oh, in every way. Yeah. Oh, this would fit right in. You could just air it in the 3 a.m. slot and no one would bat an eyelash. Yeah. Um, it, it's obvious that it was really influential to that kind of crowd. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, just between the frenetic energy, the uh, kind of cheerful, happy-go-lucky playfulness of the story mixed in with, like, the the macabre almost oh yeah all all, all that macabre yeah it's, it's got it's got macabre for days <laughs> more like macat ooh got him but uh, not macaque there are no parrots in this movie no 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 there is a great cat though there was a killer and cat. we get it, literally literally ooh. a killer cat um the cat's one of my favorite parts of this movie i agree fully with which, that it's a big fluffy white cat oh, it's the who runs around and may or may not be uh, Gorgeous's mother, grandmother. I didn't even get... Wait, what? That's yeah, me. Oh, she, that, I guess that is kind of the... Yeah, she man, died. I didn't even catch that. And is living with the aunt, and yeah. she's like a spirit in the house. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess like that is, I guess, Gorgeous's mom and or grandma, but who's to say? I mean, Gorgeous kind of becomes her mom, so like... Oh, yeah, I guess it would be her mom. I was... Trying to figure out, uh, trying to remember. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the grandma, too. They have a like, whole subplot about... Uh, yeah, she's in front of, like, four mirrors, so it's kind of implying, like, it's, a, you know, a, it's it's Ouroboros-esque. Like, it's it's, unend- it's an unending cycle. Yeah, and then they have like, her, like, f- 
her skin fall apart into fire. It sh- well, and it shatters like a broken mirror. Like yeah. Her face shatters like a broken mirror, and then there's fire behind it. I thought that was awesome. I thought the idea was really awesome. Uh, I think they they did it by by painting on uh, on the film. Uh, like it's it, kind of cool. It's pretty neat. It's, it's like pretty cool. It's, I'm not I'm not hating on it. I don't want to hate on it because it, it, it it's pretty fun. It's fun. Yeah. Well, that's that's the word. It, it's not it's not like it's very clearly, you know, like handmade. It's made by it's the, the effects in this it, it, across the board in this movie are um very childlike even. Like they're they're very clearly effects. Like yeah, absolutely. you know you, you don't need to film background of any capacity to uh, recognize like uh, the effects for what they are in this film at any time. Uh, the horror sequences with the, the the violence, the comedy moments, any of it, it's all very artificial. Yeah, this, this film absolutely. is steeped in artificiality, and I, I I really enjoy it for that. Yeah, and there's times when like bo- dismembered potty parts are like floating around, and it's obvious parts, that they yeah. were. <laughs> God damn it! Um, they <laughs> got him. Um, they, it was obvious that they just painted the actress blue, yeah. you know, except for these body parts, um, uh, which you still I get a little is, blue in there. Off yeah. The yeah. yeah. I, I thought that's so much like fun. That's so great. It. Yeah. Because, you know, I think what it is, is all of the effects are unconventional, but that just makes it feel creative more than it feels haphazard, you it's, know? It's fearless. Yeah, yeah. It's, th- this, this movie had no fear at all. It, it, it didn't pull a single punch. It punched a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and again, credit. Credit to the movie for that, for sure. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, of, of all those, those ins- insanity bullets that this film fired at you, you know, a number of them do land. Mm-hmm. But, not all of them. Absolutely not all of them. <laughs> nope. There are many I, bullets that do not land. I, I agree with you Miss that, in that respect. The target. And But again, it's cool. I, I love that this movie exists. I, I love that there's a there's a film out there, Haosu, where they try literally everything they can in one go. Yeah. Like, this movie tries it all. I respect it a lot for that, too. Like, um, yeah, and I, I'm happy for it. Well, I, late in this, the movie, there's this... Uh, fuck chronology. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I just wanted to bring up this anecdote. Late in go the movie, there's this guy who comes to... Pick up the, oh, all yeah. the girls with his car that just got fixed because earlier in the movie he had like fallen downstairs and got his ass stuck in a bucket in a stop motion sequence. Yeah, which is and fantastic. like rolled around a ton. It, it's very good. Yeah, but he goes to go pick the girls back up from this house mm-hmm. and on the way there which he, was interesting because it was almost like he was willed to because you saw the girls like talking about him like he was a prince valiant character mm-hmm. almost like he was he was going to be the hero to show up and save them and then suddenly he just is there's yeah. no real explanation to it he was going to drive them to the other place like where they were going to have their vacation before that was canceled and they had to go to the ho- creepy house so what was his motivation for going to pick them up? Was I there think, one? Because I'm open to just, just having missed it. Supernatural, because, yeah. I yeah, think it like, was 
Um, I th- well, I did think Neil he- Gaiman produce this? Like, <laughs> God, there's some weird like because Gaiman I, elements I think to this originally movie. He was going to give them a ride, but his, the cat ran in front of his feet purposefully. The white cat. Whoa! Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed And that. that's why he fell down the stairs. Oh. So it was all connected Dude, together. Right. Yeah, there was some intention to it. Um, but uh, when he's going mess, to yeah. pick up the girls, he stops at this like shop with the sumo wrestler looking guy who sells watermelon yeah and i I guess and eats them i think he just has watermelon he's just a guy who has watermelon shows them to people yep i mean he he sold one to mac yeah but i think it was more like a fluke kind of thing or did he give it to mac because he respected her for being a quote big big quotes around respect i I don't know if uh you know it's well, sumo do foot footnote on on respecting uh, Japanese high school girls in a moment, but uh, we'll, we'll come back <laughs> to that. Sumo to quote unquote fat girl. I she's not even fat is the funniest part. Oh, she's, yeah. Well, by American standards, yeah, yeah, by American standards, I guess you could say. But uh, well, I think I think you are right though. I think that like the the, the casting was the 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 perspective from casting was probably oh yeah, well she needs to be fat, but also we want all these girls to be attractive. So yeah. she has to be like the attractive character, yeah. but also the fat one. And so they they found a a uh, again. Pl- please acknowledge that I'm I'm putting many quotes around these things that I'm yeah, saying, dearest this audience. Is a, this is a please please very understand visual that that I, I am I am explaining that this is not Cleave my is waggling his fingers this whole time. Yeah, I'm I'm just doing shadow like puppet bunnies. Man. Yeah, the claw, <laughs> the claw perspective. <laughs> oh, um, uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that was. The, the reason the I brought him up though yeah, is he uh, he goes to the shop and he you know is foiled because he is literally turned the into yeah. a pile of bananas. He literally goes bananas yeah. from this whole thing happening. The, the Prince Valiant, like, and school I was like, I character. feel that I went bananas watching this movie. Yeah, I think I had to check <laughs> myself. It was something I absolutely did not pick up the first time, but it's. Mm. That he became bananas? Well, no, that he's going bananas, like the play on words. Yeah. Going crazy, going mm-hmm. bananas, you yeah. Because, uh, I mean, within, because within the context so many... of the narrative, like a, a spell was cast on him, you know, like when yes, he, he tried to go save the girls. they did it for the sense of the pun. Oh, yeah. You know, they could have turned him into anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, but, you know, this movie's so weird that anything could happen. Yep, so. including banana man. Yeah, um... But that's why it's so funny, because it's so playful, and, you know, like, they just did it to make a big pun about how everyone's going crazy in this movie. I thought that was great. Um, But I totally feel that watching this movie, it makes you feel like you're going bananas, because over and over again, you're getting barraged by just so much, so much crazy shit. Yeah, and and, an outlandish degree of crazy shit (laughs) it just doesn't stop (laughs) what did you think of the uh the way they kind of picked the girls off one by one i I thought it was it was scooby-doo-esque and i i appreciated it yeah 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 the, Scooby, this film and and is very scooby-doo like it it's a it it has that it captures that same sort of campy fun childlike 
mentality. Uh, the the girls are all infantilized. It's it's very and the the backdrops and sets all feel like something you would you would find in an after school special sort of program. It it's it's very uh juvenile the, this movie. Childlike in his horror almost. Yeah, I mean not just in the horror, like just just across like the the perspective. It's it's through the lens of a of a kid's kaleidoscope. Like the you know, like all all the 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 schoolgirls are very immature. They're very like youthful and campy and uh i I think that's sort of one of one of the running vibes of this film is sort of the fear of adulthood like the all of the antagonists um that are represented by the house are uh older women like the the aunt the the mother that the girl becomes there's there's a there's an overarching theme i think of of adulthood in this movie and a fear of it. I think it's why it, one of the main reasons it kind of keyed in so well with like the, the college age, like Japanese youth when it, when the film came out uh, is it's, it's all about like coming into adulthood and there's a sort of overarching fear of, of that. Like it's, it's very like it's in your zeitgeist, you know, at the time to, to use a word that a term that I hate, but it, it, (laughs) um, well, and on top of that, there's this sort of, you know, childlike core that, you know, adults just can't understand because it's not necessarily logical. Oh yeah, yeah, and like, you totally get that in this movie. Yeah, like in a lot of YA, you you get that. Like the in young adult novels, you you get that that sense of oh yeah, the adults don't understand. Uh, we're trying to explain this to people, but yeah, you know, they well, don't they don't get it. And here, it's not even in an angsty way. It's just like you know, almost through a dreamlike sort of logic, you know. Um, you even get things like one of the girls is killed by a bunch of beds and futons falling on her, which is a really cool sequence because they shoot it through the floor. Yeah, they had a glass floor. It is a very cool sequence. I absolutely agree with that front. One thing I noticed was when they were flashing back to the, uh, to the mother story, um, I like that sequence when it's all like done in a silent film presentation. Well, yeah, silent film footage, but the the girls are narrating over the top of it as if they can see the flashback, which I loved. Yeah, like, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was hilarious to me. Yeah, I, I thought about that. that was great. Yeah, because like she's just explaining it to her friend. Like Gorgeous is just explaining her mother's back history to her friends on the bus, right? And. It's yeah, where it's being presented to us in these like eight millimeter style like World War Two era like shots of you know the 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 father going off to war and et cetera. But you have the girls she's t- gorgeous is telling this story to, giving input on the visuals like they're saying oh he looks so handsome and all this stuff like I love that I love that breaking of the fourth wall like that was that was really funny to me yeah. Um, but you were saying about it. But yeah, I I think that's another theme you can pull is like the idea of, you know, post nuclear war kind of not being able to understand a lot of the ideas of l- loss and, you know, yeah, at least struggling to comprehend if if not trying to having a confusing but world around you yes um that you i'm glad you brought that up uh uh like the 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 post like nuclear holocaust mentality um uh it there were a lot of elements about this film that reminded me of buto 
which is a uh, style of of dance that sort of was born out of the uh, the 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 atomic crisis. Like after um, after the bombs fell, uh, there was it was sort of utilized as a form of expression. And one of the things that makes buto so horrifying as a as a as a form of of, of dance is it's very often in mimicry of happy events. It's very often like people being sort of uh, celebratory or trying to show like social settings, but they're very often wearing like kind of terrifying like white paint on their faces or and they're making these sort of like struggled expressions. It's very uncanny valley. It's very horrifying. And this film, uh, to me, uh, it it replicated a lot of those same emotions and feelings. It it, it felt uh like the a lot of these these jovial happy moments felt again artificial and uh uncanny because of it uh and and I do think again it was intentional like it was and it was awesome for it like there is it it is very unnerving when the film has those sort of like those upbeat moments yeah it gave it a very uncanny valley feel and it, it's the feeling of offness that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. like just that kind of element that's beyond understanding through oh, direct yeah. you know representation mm-hmm. and it's neat because i'm not e- we're not even necessarily referring to it in a um in a visual sense uh though it has that as well in in spades it also in a uh like in in the dialogue and just in its its general like form and presentation uh, you know, in the same way that that visually, you know, something that is at the bottom of the uncanny valley would say, for instance, be a uh, uh, let's say a doll with with real human teeth. You know, that's that's fucking horrible. Like that's that's terrifying. Th- this film does the same thing. For instance, when a character is getting devoured, they might pause and say, "Oh, isn't that naughty?" or something like that, <laughs> while they themselves are being destroyed. Like it. Ooh, it's off putting, man. Yeah, like is it? Does it just make you uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's funny because tonally it's, it feels like that too, because it wildly swings you between feeling like a, an authentic horror movie and just being downright silly. Oh yeah. You like know? it'll give you absolute whiplash. Um, got a dancing skeleton. Oh yeah. Like it's got, got all, it's got all the spookies <laughs> in it. You got, uh, the aunt at one point is like eating ramen and then she opens her mouth and there's just an eyeball there. I love that. And yeah. it, and it's not like a, it like it, it, that, that actually was pretty well done. It was really like, well that, done. That sequence, like we, when we walked, we pulled it up again, like before the podcast and, and, and like watch that sequence again, like that, it's a really real looking eye. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a sheep's eye or something like that. It could like very if I had well to guess. be. Like it, it looked pretty genuine. Um, well, yeah, they had some genuine moments of horror. Like oh yeah, that. like I said, some of those bullets land. Like the uh, when one of the girls is in the spring and her hair comes up over her shoulder, and when she turns to look at it, it like pulls back. Yeah, it's not like a stop motion style. Like, yeah, you know, what it reminded me of is like the that sequence in like the in the Babadook when it's on the ceiling. Yeah, like, it yeah, was very similar. Like. Uh, that that kind of stop motion, like dark object, kind of crawling, uh, which I'm all about. I've just been animating that stuff all week myself, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a fan of that. For to be yeah, sure. and then it bounces to just the silly, whether it's the cat or my personal favorite set piece, the the piano. 
um, yeah. which is used incredibly. Melody uh, finds this piano in the house and she plays the main theme of the movie yep. <laughs> on it. Eventually, the piano ends up eating, biting off her fingers. Yeah. And she looks down at them and just starts laughing. And yeah, smiling. she has this look of like, of uh, like almost like orgasmic like pleasure, like from getting her fingers eaten off. Yeah. Like, and then she puts her hand in and her hand gets eaten and then she just gets devoured yeah. by this piano. Yeah, and I, I think you, you said it yourself like during that sequence, but there's a really cool shot like where she's like inside of the piano and you see like the, the piano wire like in her fingers like caught up. It's pretty cool. Like there's, yeah. there's some neat bits. I mean, it's also intercut with those, those uh, horrible like blue screen like sequences of her limbs flying around, which are... Uh, I find them fun. Outlandishly fake. Oh, that, that also in that same sequence, they just, for every shot, they paint cartoon blue and red, uh, like, explosion effects, like, around the whole frame. Like, oh, and they I just painted it right onto the celluloid, too. Like, uh, and it's, it's, it's pretty goofy. It, yeah. It's pretty goofy. Like, and it, it, it makes you so, it, it puts you so on the fence. Like, I, I was watching that sequence and just, I had to stop and ask myself, what do I feel and what am I supposed to be feeling? Like, and I still don't know what the answer is. Uh, and and I would I would love to to pick like the the director's brain on that and and know what what the intent is there and if there is one, which I'm I'm sure is probably the actual answer. But man, well, man, is it is it just a conundrum? Yeah, I mean, it's easy to try to analyze this. Well, in a way, it's easy to try to analyze this movie because there's so many different things you can take from it but you know in another way you can look at it simply as them just trying to make an entertaining movie you know and they're being really playful with the you know style of it and i'll tell you what you show this to someone who has no idea what's coming aka me yeah and they will have a good time watching it at least they might be confused. Good. It might They'll have a time. They'll have a hell of a time. I, I think they'll have a good time in the same way you, they would have a good time watching, like, a late-night Adult Swim special. You yeah, know? especially, like, some of, the, like, the creepier Adult Swim ones. You know, like the the like the, 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 na- the nasal commercial one. Yeah, it, just it almost feels like... Unedited footage of a bear, I think. Like, like or, it, or, like, Tim and Eric's bedtime stories, ooh, even, yeah. you know, like... Less. Like, yeah, it, it's it's pretty spooky. Like, it, it, it if you don't know what's coming, like that's for sure. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I just, I remember, I'm trying to look at how I was feeling in the moment, like when the film started, and there was just a lot of me just screaming, "What? What? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Non-stop! Just what? What is going on? What? I've." I, I've never just said what so much during a film. And, like, I I don't... I, I, I'm... Again, I, I, I grew up watching surreal, weird movies. Like, I... I that's that's a big, huge part of my background. I'm, I'm generally, I think, I'm one to shrug that kind of thing off. But, good God, man. It just... This, this film just makes so many off-the-wall choices. I mean, you're the one that's been sharing all the absurdist memes and stuff. I know. You know? I, surreal memes are my favorite. Like, I, 
I love it. You know, like how to not get swamped by the man, man is, is, is some fine art, like as far as I'm concerned, but, but damn man, like, again, I'm not saying it as a complaint. Like if anything, I, I, uh, I think I'm saying these things as a positive. I don't know yet. It's going to be a long time before I decide. That's the thing. I, I was the same way the first time I saw this movie. Mm -hmm. I, Honestly, I don't even think I was a huge fan of it the first time I watched it because I liked the energy and I liked how batshit it was. Um, but as I watch it more and more, I really appreciate a lot of the stuff it's doing. So I think the best comparatives I have for that are actually are auditory. Um, uh, two of my favorite albums to come out in the past few years have been Clarence Clarity's No Now and Sophie's uh, The Pearl of, or The Oil of Every Pearl's on Insides, mm -hmm. I think is the yep. name of that album. <laughs> yeah. It's very hard to remember. Something like that. Yeah, something yeah. along those lines. Uh, but uh, both of those albums, when they, when I finished listening to them for the first time, I, they did the same sort of thing to me. They, they made me stop and say, I either hate this or I love this and I don't know yet. Like, I don't know how deep this labyrinth goes. I don't know if this even is a labyrinth, if it's worth exploring, or if I'm just looking at a flat piece of paper and I'm seeing a labyrinth. I don't, I don't know yet, but I want to know. And I, I found myself going back over those albums again and again, and I did find a lot in them. And and uh, they are worth – they're very worth, like, that that analysis. Uh, or, or House of Leaves, you know, for, for the same reasons. Now, I'm not saying that uh, this film is, is a, as academic as any of those pieces of art that I just cited. No, but I would even argue that this movie is kind of dumb at times. It's extremely dumb most of the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <don't, laughs> like, no, no reason to, to beat around the bush here. This, this is a very dumb movie. Like, uh, and, and I say that with love. God, do I say that with love. But, uh, but I, I think that there are a lot of comparatives between those albums and this film in in, in that like the, it in that i i didn't know how i felt about it afterwards and i and it took me a long time to to figure it out like when you go through a, a horrific experience in your life <laughs> it takes you a while to figure out what it meant to you and you have to you have to you know break it apart slowly and sleep on it uh i felt the same about this film not like a, as if it was a traumatic event but just it was it was so it's just so hard to wrap your brain around uh, because it's so surreal. Not not because it's complex, but just because it's weird and it's 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 strange. I think as I have uh, like understood what it is, I've respected it more for that because I've gone into it less shocked at the crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm imagining watching it now like. Uh, for the second time with someone who hasn't seen it before, that does sound like a really fun yeah. time. Like, it, it, sound like I would, I would like to do that to someone. <laughs> honestly, like you know, like because that that that's what you're doing. Like let's let's not mince here. That's what you did to me. That's like, what I did to Tease too. Oh yeah, yeah you uh, showed to him. Oh man, that's like funny. I've done this to multiple people. You bastard. It's the perfect movie to do it. You need to, it's you so need to be fun. stopped. <laughs> you need to be stopped. That's horrible. No, no. Um, uh, it's. It, it, I'm describing it like it's a. It's a terrible thing, but it. It, it is. It is a, a real treat. Like it, it's a movie. Like it, it, it's very funny. Well, before we get into ratings, one thing I want to talk about is sure. the final act when it really goes batshit. 
You know, uh, it's hard to say when it really goes bad shit since it point, starts out nuts. Um, the there's a big cat painting on one of the walls, and the cat just starts spewing blood. Yeah, out and well, because Kung Fu kicked it. Yeah, that's right. The character known as Kung Fu. Yeah. Kick, yeah, right. which we didn't I think we, give I enough think we skipped time over to Kung it. Fu, who is my favorite character. Yeah, she is my favorite character. Yeah. Though Mac is pretty close second. Mac's pretty great. Um, but Ma- she like yeah. chops mm. Kung Fu, like chops wood with her feet, and well, like, she's attacked by wood, like yeah. by flying psychic wood, <laughs> and then and then after the sequence ends, a long drawn out fight scene with flying floating ghost wood. The sequence ends. She drops her shoulders and says, oh, maybe it was just an illusion. And then goes back to doing shit as if that was a thing. That That, that is a normal human thing to do. Oh, it's so good. The, this movie is riddled with those sorts of yeah. moments where where the people just don't act like people. And to be clear, to, we've talked about how it's the, a haunted house and that the movie kind of kicks off or goes even more bonkers, like towards the end of it when they're at the house. The film starts out insane, and and I cannot preface that enough. Like, what if if I, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say if I, I'd been be- like behind the camera in this movie. Like, I, I'm not going to do that. But but if what what I would see is plausible would be for the girl for the film to start out reasonably normal, like most other films, like to start out like reasonably paced with you know, like a standard setting and then as they get haunted things sort of fall into psychedelia and the <laughs> film becomes very psychedelic but this movie is just right off the bat like all right like it you're you're go- you're coming with me 150% insane to 200% yes. insane yes um in the third act after she kicks this cat painting it starts yes. spewing blood and there's a shit ton of blood. It the house like That's an fills with blood. It's like the floor cracks open and there is a vast ocean of blood yeah. beneath them. Is is how how Which it is should amazing. be described. It's great. It's fabulous. <laughs> and they're like swimming on it and they're trying to escape. Uh, there's this great sequence where uh, Kung Fu uh, is like leaving the the house right. And uh, she gets sucked back in, and then uh, the- oh, that's my favorite shot in the movie. You know, yeah, cause she, she, no, because she's doing the kung fu fight scene with the the ghost mother that is also gorgeous. Yeah, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, Th- this film. Uh, if if you're on the fence about it, because we've been kind of ramping this movie up so much, I think the key selling point for this film is there is a a kung fu ghost battle in this movie. Like that that happens. Like it's. I think the only thing that would have made that sequence better if, like, the Wu-Tang clan was playing during it. Like, that was, like, that's that's all I wanted is, like, like Deltron 3030, like, to, like, be, like, fucking rapping during that fight scene. Like, that's all I wanted to happen. And, like, th- oh, man. But, like, yeah, during during that sequence, God, I love that shot. When she gets, like, kicked in back into the house and she's, like, sort of sucked in and, like, she does, like, this, re- like, backflip, but they reverse it. They reverse the shot, but the wall, like, separates for her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so cool. It's a really awesome shot. Like, it lands. It's very effective. I, I, I want to go back and look at that shot again. Because um, we we did go back one time for it. Like, it, it's it's very impressive. Like, from, from a filmmaking perspective. Yeah, like, that's, that's not easy to pull off. Um, yeah, I, I, did, I did really enjoy that. Well, and that's a, a lot of, you know, the effects in this movie is, like, 
they're really unorthodox and sometimes they look bad, but the process to make to pull them off like they do is usually pretty elaborate. It broke, even. you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So I I respect it a lot for that. Um, yeah, Kung Fu gets a meets her demise, unfortunately, by a killer uh, lamp. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she her head gets sucked into a lamp, and it and it eats her, eats her right up. Uh, om nom nom. Amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I overall this movie, it just one after another scenes of just <laughs> insanity. I feel like we're just talking in circles at this point because yeah, probably. Here's the let's, thing. Let's not fall. Let's, we're, we're here to gaze into the void. We're not here to fall into it. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> It this is a tough movie to talk about because this is a movie you just gotta see to understand, I feel like. Because a lot of it 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 comes at you so fast yeah. that it's hard to dissect pieces yeah. one by one. It's like trying to pull bullets out of the air. Most definitely. I, I uh but man did I enjoy it. So should we? Uh, what's what comes next on the list? Yeah, then? let's uh, go ahead and rate it. Unless you have anything more you want to talk about with this movie, uh, do we do that first? Do we do? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that. you're 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 the starship captain here. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll. I guess I'll start with my rating. Um, yeah, this movie is really interesting. It's one of the most batshit movies I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of movies. More than anything, this movie has such. Uh, visceral, wild energy to it that you can't help but just be sucked into it. Um, it it's under ninety minutes too, so it goes by fast. But this is absolutely a midnight movie. This is a movie to watch late at night when you're starting to feel tired, and uh, you've had I don't know six or eight tabs and or beers. Like, <laughs> yep. And this is a movie to show to people who have no idea what they're getting into, uh, especially if you speak about it, you know, pretentiously at first. So they think they're going into the smart a piece of high art, high art. Oh yes, foreign film. Oh how so? Yes, oh. <laughs> it's in. Don't you know it's in the Criterion Collection? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly, which is <laughs> which the, it actually is, by the way. Yeah, which blew my fucking mind. Like I yeah. was not not expecting that. Well, Criterion has a lot of like cult midnight movies in its collection, but that's the funniest part because not everyone realizes that. So when you show them something like Houseu and they're not expecting it, it just makes them more confused. Yeah, I was confused. Yeah. And confusion is such a great way to experience this movie. Um, it's not a perfect movie. No. But I like it a whole lot. <laughs> I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Nice. Um, well, uh, I, I, uh, I've been thinking over the past several days about what I would rate this film. And it has been a really big problem for me because there are a lot of ways I could look at it and perspectives I could choose to rate it from. Obviously, I should rate it from my own perspective because that's what I have to work with. But I I also, I just, I don't 
ah, yes, when this movie lands, it lands, but goddamn, does it not have so many misses in it, too. And, like, and again, it's hard to, you have to, okay, yeah, but are the misses misses if they're still effective? Like, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I, if, if I can give it, like, a rating. So what I kind of want to do is just give it a surreal rating because I kind of feel like that's playing into the movie's game and that's a good thing in this circumstance. So I'm going to give it four gleep glops out of a jip jarp. And uh, I think I think I'm going to call it a day at that. I hope I hope that doesn't bother anyone that I, I don't know. But if I guess if you want a rating out of me, I'll give it three out of five. But like, no, I mean, that's like either way. Yeah, they're but, perfectly valid. But I, I'm I'm I, over stars. I'm, I'm leaning out of over Gleep Glorps. I think if I have to <laughs> if I have to give it a rating. Well, it's funny you rated it three. Because I think my first rating, I think I was looking at Letterbox. I, I have it listed twice, and this was back when I was reviewing stuff on Letterbox. Mm-hmm. But I think my rating was like either three or three and a yeah, half. Like I don't know, man. Like uh, again, like I was saying earlier about those albums, it took me. I mean, it took me like a year or two to to, to decide that I did like No Now by Clarence Clarity. Like, it, it did take me a long time to parse that out. And I I don't think there's anything wrong in that. I think, I think that that's justified. So I'm going to say, like, I'm definitely, I'm really, I'm, uh, it's a very tentative review. Like, I, I do think that my, my opinions over this film will change over time. I, I do. Oh, for the absolutely. best, for the worst, I don't know. So I need, to, I need to perspective to think about it. But, but yeah, that's what I'll say. So that gives us a final score of 3.8 out of 5, which I think is fair. You know, I I totally understand how this movie could get very equally half-star ratings as it could five-star. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a... I guess you could say it's a divisive film. Yes. I, I, I will. More, I'll say it. <laughs> more than anything, it's just a baffling film. It's a batshit film. And if you're not looking for that, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a very bad time. <laughs> um, very bad. <laughs> but if you turn your brain off a little bit and just go in for the experience, yeah. boy, oh boy, will you have an experience. Oh, you will have a blast. Um, so with that, let's uh, jump into Metacritic corner well actually technically these aren't metacritic reviews this time because we couldn't find it on metacritic that's true so instead of metacritic corner the shortcoming of ladies and gentlemen we are in rotten tomato territory (laughs) that's great i didn't have that prepared or anything So you have two reviews. Yeah, they're all very short. And I have one, and they're all very short. Yes, correct. Yeah. So if you want to do one, I'll do the next, mm-hmm. and then you can finish us off. Uh, for newcomers, the uh, the idea behind this segment is that we find uh, other people's, other layman reviews of uh, the film that we just watched and see 
and we we get some chuckles out of him. That's that's the plan anyway. Yeah. But why don't you uh, why don't you lead the way, Ben? Why don't you? Uh, oh, you do the first one. Here. I have I only have one, so you have two. You can start and end this. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Well, here I'll I'll go for the one second. Let me. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, here's here's the first one. I'll, I'll save the better one for for last. Um, this is from a uh, a Darren R. And uh, Darren says, "You either enjoy the wackiness or you don't. I don't." <laughs> Thus ends the review of Darren R. So this is by Stephanie M. Uh, oh, Stephanie! I'd probably have enjoyed this movie as uh, if I had gotten my wisdom teeth pulled and I was still a little loopy. As it is, I'm just confused. <laughs> As if she wouldn't be if she'd had a wizard. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but I probably do want a best friend named Fantasy. <laughs> uh, and I'd like to literally make a guy go bananas. Uh-oh. That's not too bad. I think uh, good, good for her. One out of five. Yeah, good good for <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, man. Ah, that does kind of... Oh, well. All right, and then here's uh, here's the, the last one. This is from my, a Gram M. Or a Graham M, if you're into pronouncing the H. All right. Uh, Not really a horror comedy so much as a film that can't decide whether to be a horror or a comedy. And despite a promising start, it collapses into an almighty mess. Note, despite a promising start, it collapses. What? This movie starts out insane. Like, we've talked about it. Like. What was yeah, like, yeah, so d- despite a promising start, it collapses and into an almighty mess. Like, it doesn't start... Promising. This film is starts out foreboding as fuck for how the rest of the movie's gonna go. <laughs> well, it just starts out bad shit, like... It's, it starts out as a mess. It lays its cards on, in, uh, on, the, table. on the table. Balls as on well the table, as its yeah. balls and dick and yeah. just flops it all around, yeah. knocking all so, your shit over. I don't know where this person was for the beginning of the film, but it starts out pretty crazy and it ends pretty crazy. But anyway, uh, still, good for you, Graham M. You know, write those, keep writing those reviews. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So. so that concludes our very brief new segment Rotten, Rotten Tomato, tomato territory. territory. That's right. Rotten Tomato Territory. Um, so this has been a great episode. Thanks for being on, Cleve. Always a um, blast. Got any plugs? Oh, uh, I, I don't know if I have any, but... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, there's a there's a note that just was, was just slipped under the door. Looks like uh, you've got a new sponsor. Should I, should I read who it's Ooh, from? Ooh, yeah, please. All right, yeah. Get here. that sponsor money. Yeah, all right, let's see who... All right, so from the, uh, this, this week's sponsor... <clears throat> Do you have trouble with too many banana men? Are there too many banana men in your life? Well... With Dr. Scrumple's Banana Man Cream, get rid of your banana men. This message has been brought to you by Dr. Scrumple, the same person who also funds the toe removal cream because I just utilized the same formula, and I'm realizing that now. But that's all right. You can't win them all sometimes. <laughs> Signed, Dr. Scrumpulous. Have a fan Trumpulous day. Oh no! <laughs> they they really had to fire their uh, copy editor for that one, yeah, didn't they? Those those ad guys needed to put in some better work. That wasn't. Man. I know they just they keep recycling. What's up with that? <laughs> it's 
bad form. Man, remake after remake. I know. The sequel's never as good. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Um, Maybe but, y'all can find a better sponsor next time. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, who doesn't uh, fucking plagiarize their other sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, Cleveland, where can they find your stuff? All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find my work um, on uh, primarily my art station uh, as of right in, as of the time of the recording of this podcast. You can find my work under either Cleveland Mosier or Iron Prism. Uh, Iron Prism with an M. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check out my, my fabulous, tabulous paintings and... Uh, imagery galore i got it i got it for days uh keep your eyes and ears peeled that's right keep your eyes peeled for uh it stares back the the game that we're all working on uh it's it's uh we're working on the uh demo right now and it's it's really coming along or we're pretty excited about it um and uh, i think that uh that's that's everything for me to really look out for right now i guess um Occasionally, if you have a, a strange dream and a, a, a blonde gentleman appears and uh, kind of talks about art for a little too long, it's uh, it's probably me. Don't mind me. I'm just hanging out, and uh, that's all. It's all from from me. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, they should definitely check out your stuff because it's awesome. Thank you. And like it or not, our game's coming, so be ready. It's on the way. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Shut um, your doors. But Back yeah, so uh, you can follow me at Mr. Sheets. The uh, Pod People podcast uh, Twitter is at Pod People Pod. Um, email us at podpeoplepod at gmail.com with all your questions, complaints, suggestions. Um, follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, Especially at- the complaints. We, we, we love those. Those are, yes. those are the best. Not enough complaints. Tell like us all about why you hated all of the movies. Yeah, please do. We won't respond. We promise. We'll, uh, we'll read the best ones on the podcast. Yes. Um, yeah, there but fo- we go. <laughs> follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, we're uh, letterboxd.com slash podpeoplepod. Um, we put up a whole catalog of our past reviews. Uh, we take suggestions there. Um, just a good place to go for any sort of film reviews. Not a good place. A great place. A great place. The best place. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, make sure to like and review us on Apple Podcasts. You better. Uh, on Stitcher, on... Uh, I don't even Spotify, know what that is. But you better do on it. On all of the platforms. Yeah. Because, like it or not, we're going to stick around and keep making these. You bet your britches. Um, yeah, so uh, next week we will be covering a movie. We sure will. And oh, boy. it'll be quite the movie. It's going to have a whole lot of film in it. It'll be of the horror variety. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to have a lot of scenes. Yes. Yeah. Especially the scene where the one character does that thing to the other character. Whoa, characters do things to other characters? Oh, man. Uh, I might have to skip out. I don't know if I can handle that. That's a lot of plot. That's, like, too much plot for me. Yeah. Things happen? I know. Mm. I know. Uh, I'm sure that's talked about by the critics. Well, you know what I can say definitively. What is that? Ben? Next week's movie, 
will be a little less crazy than how soon. Yes. You know, mm. <laughs> well said. Well said. Um, I think that's a good note. But yeah, uh, on behalf of everyone here, uh, and by everyone I just mean myself and Cleve. Well, Tisa's here, but you know, the He's, freezer, you know, doesn't yeah, really count. Yeah, I and, guess, yeah. yeah. Cryogenic. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, yeah, uh, Tisa will be back next week. Uh, he will awake from his grand slumber, slumber yes. um, and join us. Uh, I mean, but- hopefully he'll actually be awake and he won't do like a cabinet of Dr. Caligari thing and be like a sonambulist, you know, like hopefully he'll actually be here and he won't be like in a dream-like state. Yeah, I hope he doesn't make me have to create a soundboard of Matisse clips mm-hmm. to play. Or even worse, you know, he did say that when he went into cryostasis that he would be working on his telepathic abilities so he could, like, enslave a, an army of of degenerates. And I'm a little concerned about that. But... As a degenerate, I'm very concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to be anyone else's degenerate. I'm my <laughs> own degenerate. Thank you very much. So... The real qu- thing is, is that we need to let you guys know now that if we are being mind controlled, if if we ever say the word, uh, we need to have a safe word in that podcast. And that if we say it, that means we're being mind controlled and we need. You're absolutely yeah, we right. Need, we need to warn the people before it's too late. We need to warn the pod people before it's too late, Ben. What do we do? What What's uh, our safe word going to be? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, how about um, uh, Dr. Frambulus? Dr. Frambulus? Yeah, if we say Dr. Frambulus out of context, that's it. It's game over. Okay. But if you don't hear Absolutely. it, we're fine. We're fine. So don't worry. You know. If if we seem to be agreeing uh, almost sycophantically with uh, Matisse's opinions, that might be a bad sign. So oh, he's got some pretty good opinions, though. He does have some good opinions. That's true. Uh, but keep keep an ear out for uh, Dr. Frambulus. Yeah, just in case. Out. Yeah. Um, because you never know, we might end up being, uh, telepathic slaves. <laughs> yeah, can't have that. Can't have that at all. No, absolutely not. hmm Well, uh, it's been a good episode, and we will talk to you next week. We will return. Have a very, uh, spooky week. Yes, and be nice to cats. Yes. Especially fluffy white ones. Yes, and practice your kung fu. Bye.